It's that most wonderful time of the year. Ho ho ho, and welcome to episode 28 of Opinion is Divided, where this week we are going to talk about Christmas and all things Christmassy. And here to join me, he hears you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, it's Dr. Lee. (laughs) That makes me sound really creepy. (laughs) It doesn't make you sound creepy, you make you sound creepy. I am the omnipotent one. <laughs> he knows when you've been bad and good. He's Dr. Lee. Yeah. yeah. How are you, sir? How are you? I'm very well and starting to feel Christmassy. Oh, good. Good. Ish. I've, I've got to say, uh, this year uh, I've probably been more Christmassy than I have in previous years. Don't know why. Don't know what the oh, difference really? is. But I'm feeling more in the Christmas spirit this year than I have done for a while. And it feels good. I feel less stressed this year. Normally, I'm always panicked and stressed. Don't know what to buy everybody, the kids and things. And I think because the kids are getting a bit older and it's not quite as stressful now, you don't have to panic. Basically, they just want cash, cold hard cash, don't you know? So it's still taking the pressure off a bit, and I feel a little bit more yeah, relaxed, chilled out, enjoy the spirit. And also, I uh, I have a week off before Christmas, so that's that's making me feel good too. So yeah, right, don't show off. Yeah, I think you know this is a, this is going to be a good year. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for a- you. Anything you want to say? Bore humbug, perhaps. <laughs> Christmas. Well, I don't feel super Christmassy at the moment. The trees up, the lights are on, and um, but I'm I'm kind of I never feel Christmassy until the twenties of December. Right. So it, it's once you sort of hit the 20th and you've got that final run in, that's when I start to feel a bit Christmassy. I mean, th- this year, one of, my, well, one of my pet hates about Christmas is when Christmas starts too early. Right. So the old joke about before Woolworths went under, you know, uh-huh. no sooner is this happened. No, Halloween's out the way and yeah. in come the Christmas decorations and Christmas mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. This year too. took the absolute fucking biscuit. Because the good Dr. Emma and I went for a holiday in Northumberland at the beginning of November. And two things happened in Northumberland that Ooh. strike a chord with me about why I, or what, not why I dislike Christmas, what I dislike about Christmas. So on November the 12th, we were in this little town called Sea Houses. And there was a big caravan park on the front. Makes it sound like it's gypsies and white trash, but it really wasn't. It was really nice. It's a nice caravan park. <laughs> nice caravan park. Very middle class caravan park, was it? It was such a middle class caravan park, they had these really posh gates. Ooh. And so at the really posh gates, there was a crew erecting a Christmas tree. <laughs> and we sort of thought, that's a bit early, but all right, fair enough. You've got the pros doing it. So clearly you're restricted on the days that you can actually have the pros do it. And off we went walking up the coast. When we came back and we walked back down the coast, it was getting dark and all the lights were on. I was hey. like, Jesus Christ, it's November the 12th. It's <laughs> one day after Armistice Day and you've got the Christmas lights on. So when, that, do, you think, when do you think Christmas should begin in terms of decorations? And Well, the absolute there? very, very earliest should be no earlier than December the 1st because that's the first day of Advent. Mm-hmm. 
So I'll, I'll, I'll forgive that. When you start counting in the month of December, fine, knock yourself out, go for it. If you can't wait, if you can't be, if the inner child of you is so, it needs to be satiated by putting up a Christmas tree, yes. go for it. It's your Christmas tree, I don't give a shit. So long as I don't have to see it, because that's why then neither of us particularly use social media anymore. Uh-huh. But in years gone by, when you hit the back end of November and people are putting up pictures of their trees and going, oh, look, my tree's up. I don't give a flying fuck. It's like, <laughs> do what you want in your house. Do absolutely yeah. anything you want in your four walls. But, but if on November the 12th you're putting up a Christmas tree and you're telling me that you're proud of that, I question your sanity. <laughs> you sound very bar humbug. It's got to be said. Well, do, so, I, so we shouldn't be putting up a Christmas tree in July. Would we no, agree on that? Well, yeah, definitely. I don't know when the cut-off should be. It should be when it's right for you, I would imagine. But It's not Armistice Day. <laughs> Maybe you know people celebrate things in different ways. I'm going to celebrate Armistice Day by putting up a Christmas tree. <laughs> the clocks have only fucking just gone back. <laughs> but the other one on top of that was, that was November the 12th. November the 13th, we were coming back from holiday. And Emma went into the petrol station to pay for the petrol. And... They were play- she came out and she was like, right, I've just won that game. I said, what game's that? He said, you know, the last Christmas game, which oh, is yeah. the very first time you hear Wham's Last Christmas being played anywhere. Uh-huh. First time she's ever heard it in November. The 13th And it was November, November the 13th, <laughs> two days after Armistice Day. <laughs> well, you know what's going to happen on January the 2nd, don't you? Christmas is over, New Year's over, Easter eggs in the shop. You'd be cream egg. I ate all over the TV on January. Well, that's the other standard joke, isn't it? No sooner. It's like it always used to be, I mean, particularly when we were kids, it was always the holiday adverts would start. Yeah. So it was like, oh, well, Christmas is out of the way now. They've stopped advertising all the Christmas stuff. Now it's holidays. And they used to do that on the telly on Christmas. On um, Boxing Day used to be the starting day. But then they started doing them on Christmas Eve once the shops had shut. Mm-hmm. Because there's no point in advertising your pro- your Christmas product at eight o'clock on Christmas Eve night because no one's going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Now it's just I mean I, I don't know maybe it's just the twenty four hour. It's the whole commercialization of everything though, isn't it? The, you know, everything is getting more and more commercialized. It's all about mm. profit and money, and you know every, that's why everything starts earlier, isn't it? Because Christmas starts a lot earlier than it used to. Christmas advertising, Christmas products in the shops and all that kind of stuff. Just to say you spend more money, you've got a longer period to spend your money. I get that. But then I, I, I was surprised. I checked a date on something yesterday. And the first Christmas... Pre- I won't get into details because this is going out before Christmas. <laughs> but the first Christmas present I bought for somebody this year, I bought in April of this year. My God. <laughs> and you're yeah. having to go with people... <laughs> November putting the trees up and you're buying presents in April. But that's a gift that's waiting for a specific day. It's of a specific time, it's waiting for a specific time. I didn't put a fucking bow on it and put it on a tree <laughs> in April. No, but you're thinking about Christmas in April. Yeah. A quarter of the way through the year and you already got your eye on Christmas and you're telling me that you're not Christmassy. You're thinking of it well in advance. It's on your mind. That's I didn't I nice. didn't buy anything until December twenty fourth. <laughs> yeah, straight Still. down the petrol station. Kids is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few gifts, but we didn't really because Jacob's birthday is in November as well. So yeah, you kind of get the sort of Halloween thing, and then you got the the birthday, and then you start thinking about Christmas after that. 
Um, so, but we didn't we didn't do any Christmas shop until December this year. See, I get that when you've got those kind of landmarks. So, yeah, for you, Jacob's birthday early November. Once that's out the way, it then becomes the next landmark is Christmas. It's like Christmas and New Year. Once New Year's out the way, happy birthday to you for New Year's Eve. Once New Year is out the way, it then becomes about my birthday in February. <laughs> Absolutely. So I have a two-month run in on that, I suppose. Yeah, yeah two-month run into your birthday. But then I always plan it early because I want people to come. So Emma, <laughs> Emma often jokes. Birthday. Please come please, to my birthday. Please, please don't make don't make me beg. <laughs> But yeah, Emma always jokes that, you know, it's the first week in January and I'm asking people what they're doing at the end of February. Yeah. And she's like, just just wait till nearer the time. I'm like, no, the whole point is I, wa- I want people to come. So I give plenty of notice to yeah. keep that space open. The thing is, your birthday comes around at the same time every year. So we all know when your birthday is. Yeah, and you all know you get started being reminded in January. <laughs> yeah, don't forget, don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you haven't bought me a gift yet, yeah. what you You've really need months. to be thinking about. <laughs> I was thinking about it in April the year before. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see We'll see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh-huh. The, uh-huh. The, the April Christmas present buying has been, it's been a tough one because there's a, a few times, I mean, you know, don't tell her. But it's for Emma. Shh. Okay. Shh. Oh. to be fair, I thought it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> but there's been a couple of times when things have happened. So, you know, we'll see something that's connected to this thing that I've bought her for Christmas right. on TV, or it'll be mentioned, it'll be in, you know, something similar happening. And the amount of times I've come close to going, oh, yeah, because we're going to. Ah. <laughs> it's just, shut, shut up. Because the one thing I am also really bad at, although I'm really good at buying Christmas gifts and I started in April, <laughs> at least that was the first one I got in April, I am also shit at keeping secrets. <laughs> yeah. And you know how shit I am at keeping secrets? Oh. I've, I've just said it now. <laughs> oh so is that my favourite thing? Whenever anyone wants to... Um, Anyone wants to get some kind of private news out of you? My favourite response is always, okay, okay, okay. Can you keep a secret? And then when they say yes, you say, yeah, so can I. So can I. (laughs) So Christmas. And we have, we have an email. We have an email. We have an email. A genuine email, seriously. A genuine from someone who listens email. Not from from Tony. Not from Tony. Doesn't have any swearing in it, to be fair. Yeah. It's from Gina. Oh, hello, Gina. Hi, Gina. And Gina says, an idea for a podcast, Christmas traditions. Now, this is really great because she sent me this on the 26th of November. So if we're talking about people (laughs) who plan Christmas too soon. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) What a segue. Well done, Gina. Love it. (laughs) But she says, uh, Christmas traditions. One that she has is when putting up her Christmas tree, she has a glass of Bailey's. Right. You know what, sorry, I nearly misread that. I very nearly said she has a bottle of Baileys. <laughs> well, to be fair, I've met Gina, she probably does. <laughs> I had to pause. Let me start that again. One that she has is when putting up the Christmas tree, she has a glass of Baileys. Says it just has to be done. Yeah. So she asks, yes. what Christmas traditions do we have? Dr. Lee. Ooh, well, that is a good question. I've got to say... We don't have many. I don't think we have many traditions. But one thing we do like to do, 
and, uh, <laughs> and funnily enough, Gina can bear witness to this, is okay. every year we have to watch The Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, cool. Well, okay. Funnily enough, Gina came over not long ago. I didn't realise she'd emailed it. But she came over not long ago to help Lisa put the Christmas tree up. When I came home, they were watching Muppet Christmas Carol without me. And I was gutted, putting the Christmas tree up. And there they are. So I'm going to have to watch it again. I'm probably on my own. So the question would be, while she was helping Lisa put up her Christmas tree, did she also indulge in a glass of Baileys? She didn't. Not that I know, anyway. Um, We don't have Baileys in the house. We hate Baileys. But That'd uh, probably be why. How can you hate Baileys? It's just cream. It's awful. Exactly. It's alcoholic cream. It's beautiful. it's wrong. There's no bite to it. There's no depth to it. It's just... Oh, you want bite. Wait till you're over my house next. We'll have a mudslide. Oh... (laughs) My my mudslides are good because I keep fucking up the measures. <laughs> I, like I know the ratios. <laughs> yeah, I, I know the ratios, but I keep getting it wrong. And I, I, in my life, I have no use for a single measure. I'm not interested in that. I always go to the double measure on the back. Well, you're, you're rubbish but, at maths anyway. You wouldn't know. What well, this is very is. true. <laughs> but when, you, when you're making a cocktail with double measures and you're talking about ratios within those measures, yeah. it gets a bit messy. Oh, Christ, my mudslides are good. Yeah. It's like your gins. It's like two-thirds gin and one, one-third uh, tonic. Used to be, but then to be fair, that was when I used to buy shit gin. Uh-huh. That was when, you know, Bombay Sapphire was the height of elegance Oof. when it came to gin. I'll tell you what, Lisa likes a Bombay Sapphire. That's it. So I like a Bombay one Sapphire. One of her basic go-tos. Yeah. Exactly. It's your basic go-to. Uh-huh. You do so much better. Mm. As I've said, one day when she comes round, we'll have a naval strength gin. Jesus. Woo! Good night, Vienna. We're just going to put you to bed now, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> before you get all fighty. Yeah, before it all starts. <laughs> but another Christmas tradition that we've had since... So since Lisa and I have been together. So this isn't a tradition that I've had um, when I was a kid or anything. But Lisa, when she was younger, she used to get to open the smallest present on Christmas Eve. So she'd get the, pick the smallest present or pick a present from under the tree and get to open it on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And we've uh, we've done that with our kids over the years, but it's not something I ever did when I was a kid. We tend to kind of not really let them choose which one. <laughs> it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, no, you put you can leave the Xbox there. <laughs> You're not opening that on Christmas Eve. But uh, yeah, so it's generally something like a pair of pajamas or something small. But yeah, they get to open a present on Christmas Eve. That's one of our traditions. We've d- well. we've done that. It's it's not something I would have called a tradition, but yeah, we're, me and my mum used to do that because it was the whole the two of us are there it's an it's really exciting you can't yeah. contain yourself <laughs> and i think it's just a way of going here okay just just shut up and have that yeah yeah what's well, something we've done it's not again it's, it, not something that i ever did when i was a kid or I remember doing when i was a kid so it's something that our kids do and it's been mm. quite good i've enjoyed it but it I was just... a tradition actually thinking about it it was one that i was gonna start and then never did see through which, as Emma would say, is so like me. <laughs> I bought her one Christmas um, early on in our relationship, the Princess Bride on <gasps> DVD. Exactly. So then, it, but the whole thing was we were having Christmas evening, Christmas Eve evening in. We'd cooked a really nice dinner. Mm-hmm. So we go, okay, I'll come back to that. We cooked a really nice dinner, and then it was like, okay, well, we want something to do. Let's watch. Here's here's one of your presents. Let's watch this tonight. Mm-hmm. And then that, that never took off. But I suppose a tradition that we do have, we have a really nice Christmas Eve night meal. Ooh, that's good. Like a steak? Something special? Something 
out of the ordinary, something you wouldn't Not have like a steak, normal. either a steak, yeah, no. so a really nice fillet. Or a couple of times we've had um, the Chateaubriand cut right. of steak. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a very, very, very nice fish curry. Credit <laughs> to Emma for being the culinary genius behind <laughs> yeah. it. Because otherwise we'd be having Christmas Eve pizza yeah. if it was my way. <laughs> But she does some fantastic meals on Christmas Eve night. Fantastic. Mm. I suppose our, our Christmas Eve tradition is that we, we always get a takeout. <laughs> so it's not Doesn't quite as too. culinary special as yours, but we generally running around really busy. We have yeah. Christina's mum over Christmas Eve. She stays over on Christmas Day. So there's quite a few of us in the house. And I'm, I cook Christmas dinner, so I'm preparing all the veggies and stuff for the next day and all generally cooking for about eight or nine people so um i have got a lot of time to start cooking on christmas eve so we tend to get a, a takeout and sit around have a few drinks and chill out and relax mental note to self christmas present for dr lee and family just eat voucher <laughs> it's bad when you've got the takeaway on speed dial on your phone isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> i do have the takeaway app on my phone it's just oh it's just easy <laughs> But yeah, that's one of our... I wouldn't call it a tradition. It's not like a Christmas tradition as such. But it is something we do every year. So, you know, when does a tradition become an actual tradition? When you do it repeatedly. Mm-hmm. So, and without fail. Uh, technically, it probably is a tradition. Tell you something I did today that's very loosely Christmas-related. Right. Working from home again, as per government advice. Thank you, oh, Boris. Yeah. It's the one good thing that you've done for us. Love you. But I had to charge my laptop while I was working on it. Okay. And the connector's been a little bit iffy about going all the way in the last couple of times. Okay. I'm sure there's a joke in there somewhere. So I turned it on, tried to get it in, wouldn't go in, gave it a wiggle, good firm push, <laughs> in it goes. And the little battery light wasn't coming on to right. show that it was charging. Check the switch, switch is on. Cable's going into the box. I'm like, oh, geez, what's, there's something wrong here now. Five minutes later, while I'm trying to fix the laptop, I realised that the Christmas tree lights were on. <laughs> Flicked the wrong switch, hadn't I? <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say there's been power cut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, okay. A tradition that, again, I wouldn't have thought of as a tradition, but something I do every year. Switch the lights up. From lunchtime, <laughs> 12 o'clock on Christmas Eve, yeah. I start checking NORAD's website to see where Father Christmas is. Uh, see where Santa is. Yeah. yeah. Mostly. I don't think I'll be doing it this year, because this year I'm working from home. And I don't think I did it last year working from home. Fairly sure I didn't. Yeah, I'm really sure I didn't. <laughs> but when we used to work in the office, I always thought it was funny from 12 o'clock to start tracking Father He's left! He's on his way! You should start shouting across the office where he is. Yeah. <laughs> He's in Iceland! Yeah, yeah, he used to plot his journey. There's a bloke <laughs> I used to sit next to, and we used to say, well, comedian, because it's better than doing work. Yeah. And we used to just track him going. It was wonderful. <laughs> Something I did with the kids when they were younger. Uh, well, definitely Jacob, probably not so much Christina. The computers weren't invented then. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's not something I would call a tradition. But uh, something else I used to do with Jacob a lot as well is... Um, you know, you, you well, both the kids actually. You put the um, the plate of mince pies out for Santa and the glass of milk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have to put we have to put a, a reindeer out. Sort of reindeer. <laughs> we have to put a reindeer out. It's hard to get a reindeer in speed. <laughs> <But you know. laughs> it's a spur, just in case Santa breaks down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
We have to put a carrot out for the Raiders. Yes. That's it. So yeah. it's a carrot for Rudolph. And then I suppose it's a tradition as well for us all to argue amongst ourselves as to who is going to bite the carrot to make it look like Rudolph's actually taking a bite out of it. Because <laughs> it's never like, I don't want to eat a carrot. Fucking hell. Should we have pre- prefixed this with a warning that anybody that still believes in fairies and Santa <laughs> might want to not be listening? I don't think anybody under the age of 18 is going to be listening to this, do you? <laughs> I would hope not. It does get the explicit content warning, mostly because of you. What? <laughs> what, what have I done? <laughs> I was I was waiting for you to say that word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that word. I got told off for saying for swearing too much. Rightly so. I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast. I can't remember. You did. You have mentioned it previously. Yeah. So I'm doing. I'm actually doing my best to clean up my act. Good man. Because you I'm do get a bit a bit sweary. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, generally gets. You know, I'm generally sweary anyway. I think in well, work I don't swear. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now I feel like I can because I'm not in work. Hmm. And I'm talking to you. I generally swear a lot when I'm talking to you anyway. <laughs> swear at you a lot. I was, I was talking to a woman in work uh, a week before last while we were still going into the office. And she, she was saying about how her dad was a vicar. And, you know, about when he wants her to swear. And I was saying yeah. to her about, there was a phrase when me and my mum used to go and visit my grandma. Mm-hmm. So my, my dad's mum, we would, she was quite strict. She's very like Margaret Rutherford from the old. No, not not Margaret Rutherford. Yeah, yeah, it's Margaret Rutherford. Yeah, Margaret Rutherford. Yeah, it is the right one. It is the right one that I'm thinking of. For some reason, I was thinking more of Alistair Sim in drag, (laughs) because she was quite like that too. (laughs) More of a basically, if there there was a terrible plane crash and (laughs) Alistair Sim in drag and Margaret Rutherford's bodies were mashed together so you couldn't distinguish them. (laughs) That would be my grandma. What a lovely image. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> but when we go and visit her, just as we get outside, we'd be like, right, don't slip up, don't swear, don't do this. And I always, bearing in mind, this is in front of my mum when I'm mm-hmm. in my early 20s, we always had the same thread of words, which was, bugger shit, I couldn't fuck arse. <laughs> like, right, we're good to go. Get it all out. <laughs> and I've always had that. Whenever you do, oh, bugger shit, I couldn't fuck arse. <laughs> So I've definitely got an explicit warning this week as well. The bugger shit twack on fuck arse warning. That's all. That's the one. Did you put that on the front? Can you put it out? Bugger shit twack on fuck arse is divided. Yeah. <laughs> we don't Opin- have many divided opinions, so we, we could say, be divided on that. Opinions very seldom divided, isn't it? Really. But, yeah. but one of these days, and I keep threatening it, you will tell the stories. All we need is somebody to actually email in and ask, because we are performing monkeys. We will do anything that anybody emails in and says. So if anybody would like to email, opinionisdivided at gmail.com and ask for Dr. Lee to tell the story why this podcast is called Opinion is Divided. And I'll hand it over to Dr. Lee. But it ain't going to be this week. Because no. <laughs> that's what you say every time I say we need to do it one week. Yeah, we will. Yeah, it's not just not this the, week. Not this week. I need to prepare for it. I need to think about it. I can't do it on the spare. Be prepared. Moment. Be ready. When we're back in January, you yeah. can tell the story. We'll be next week. <laughs> so when you're saying about uh, decoration of the well, not decoration of the room. Let me start back. I'll take a pause on that. So when you're saying about leaving out a mince pie and a carrot for yes. Sandra and Rudolph. Yeah. My friend, well, my friend, our friend, Jason, who Hello, was Jason. also emailed in. Hello, Jason. Uh, well, hang on a minute. Back that truck up there. Did you say? Yep, 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 yep. Did you say Jason's also emailed in? Previously. Oh, right. Okay. 
I thought you maybe had two emails this week then. If I had another email under my belt, I wouldn't be keeping it a secret. I'd be telling you. What's all that about? We've never had multiple emails in one week and you're keeping it a secret. So Jason has previously emailed and suggested a weekly topic, which we ran with. But Jason has a tradition of leaving out a carrot and a mince pie. Yeah. And one of the other things he does is does like a snowy footprint template from the fire to the presents that he'd leave and the santa leaves under oh, the tree oh i get it so santa's come down the chimney and he's, he's and it looks like the, the snow has fallen right. off his shoes ah, yeah right. and that that is quite cool that's a it that's is. a quite a cool lovely thing to do for a kid whether it's done by caster sugar or flour or what have you but yeah a white powdery mm-hmm. substance is <laughs> left behind by santa <laughs> powdery, powdery powdery white powdery <laughs> yeah but his son's getting a bit old for that now so he's right. just probably on the cusp of you know it'd, it'd be a question for him actually at what point yeah, do, you, do you stop yeah because it's a lovely thing to do i, I really like it mm-hmm. but then i know knowing jason you'll probably do it more for him over the years than for his son <laughs> well, well you do it's a thing that i do where's my santa's footprints yeah, exactly and as you get as the kids get older you want to cling on to those things you want the kids to be kids and to be excited when yeah. when my kid well when christina was young i remember waking up I remember waking up at like four o'clock in the morning and she was still fast asleep and I went and woke her up because I was, I was, <laughs> I was so go excited. Out and Come ride on, your new bike. Yeah. He's been, he's been, he's been. <laughs> I, I still do that. I'm 50 years old and I do that with Emma. Yeah. I'll just go, oh, he's been. Yeah. He's super excited. So, yeah. And as, as the kids have gotten older, they still get up earlier, but now like they're, they're all grown up and stuff. And it, again, it's it's like it's regret, like full circle. You know, when they were babies, I'd go and wake them up. And then through the years, they come in all excited and wake me up. And now they're older. I'm going back in and waking them up again. <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> He's been. <laughs> and then you, you get to that point in your, in your life. I'm sure it was when I was 20, 21-ish. Forget how old. When the first time that my mum woke me up on Christmas morning yeah. by banging the bathroom door against my feet. <laughs> you come home, I'd come drunk home and out. exceptionally drunk after a Christmas Eve night out. Had gone to the toilet to be sick and uh-huh. fallen asleep on the bathroom floor. And I woke up one Christmas morning on the bathroom floor. Class. Yeah. But then a Christmas dinner is a great hangover cure. Yeah, it is. It is a good one. I um, I got. I, I'm not. Mine's actually have been the same Christmas. I got absolutely hammered one Christmas. And they got abandoned, abandoned in Gattaca because I'd thrown up in the taxi, and the taxi driver threw me out. Oh, it blimey! Took, took me ages. We come back from town. I don't even know. I don't know if I dropped you off or something like that. Because I don't know why I was up that end. So, and then I got, don't think so. I th- I think yeah, we we had a mutual had have. Let's get our tenses right. Uh, have had a mutual friend. Had have a mutual friend <laughs> who lived in the area. It's complicated. Yeah. Don't email opinion is divided at gmail.com and ask because we won't tell you. We will be talking but, about that um, this week. <laughs> we, we, the two of us lived locally to each other and you lived a bit of a way away. Yeah. But that, that wasn't that year that I'm thinking of because right. that year um, we got drunk, just the two of us, in the centre of Liverpool. We were absolutely arsehole. And just when you start to think of the point of, well, hang on a minute, what are we actually going to do about getting home? Uh-huh. I've got no idea what time it is. I've got no functionality. Yeah. And then we ran into his brother. 
Yeah. which was really helpful so his brother had driven into town because mm-hmm. he wasn't drinking he was there with his girlfriend he bundled us into the back of his van but then he did drop me off five minutes walk away from my house right and i'm fairly sure it took me about an hour to get home <laughs> over that five minute walk because i had One no idea forward, what i was doing two steps backwards <laughs> yeah i think I, I may have just sat under a bush for an hour to try and get my senses <laughs> but waking up christmas morning bathroom floor that's special. That's class. That's uh, that class. But anyway, that's not Christmassy. So yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> Any time of the year. Yeah, I've um, the only time I've sort of had a. I'm when I've got a hangover, I feel like crap. And all. I'm, I'm not one of these hair of the dog type people. I won't have a drink. No. Just the no, idea no, no, no. of it, it just makes me feel sick. It's, oh, it's wrong. Yeah. The only time I've ever really done anything like that was on Christmas when I came home, Christmas Eve or early hours Christmas morning, absolutely rotten drunk. Um, got up just in time for Christmas dinner and just like a glass of carver. I wasn't going to say champagne, but definitely wasn't champagne. <laughs> definitely wasn't champagne. <laughs> Asti Spumante. Yeah, it was yeah, carver, Asti Spumante, something like that. It wasn't Prosecco either. And uh, I had a glass of that, and that was probably the first drink I'd had. So I don't know if I was still drunk, but it was actually, it did work. There was that and the Christmas dinner. Maybe it kind of straightened me right up or just kept me at a nice level of drunk. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked anyway. That's the way to avoid hangovers. Yeah, stay drunk. Stay drunk. Yeah. Never sober up. But I wouldn't recommend it as a Christmas tradition, to be fair. And what just struck me as well is, like I said, going back to the old mince pie carrot thing, we always give Santa a glass of milk. And again, nine times out of ten, the milk would just go down the drain because nobody wants to drink milk at midnight when they go into bed. The warm milk. Why didn't we ever give Santa a glass of whiskey? Because... <laughs> I'd definitely drink that. That definitely wouldn't go to waste. <laughs> Why isn't Santa well, milky? I've still got a few very nice bottles of single malt that start to dwindle in my cupboard, and I'll certainly be imbibing on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. But if Santa thinks he's getting a Glenmorangie, he can fuck <laughs> off. You don't like Santa that much. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the naughty list. <laughs> Santa can have bells. <laughs> Whoa, funny. Ah, tell you what, that's gold. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Unintentional pun number 734 on page 72 of your script. <laughs> and on that happy note, we'll Christmas park it there. Thank you again for listening, not just to this episode, Christmas 2021, but for listening throughout 2021. We really appreciate that you do listen. I don't know how many you've caught. We do have a rolling number. There's about four, five, six available at any given time. So as a top tip, if you're already listening to this stage, you must have kind of liked what you've heard so far. If you haven't listened to others, download the lot. Subscribe, get them downloaded to your device because they do disappear a few weeks down the line. So if you don't want to miss them, download them. They'll always be there for you to listen to at your leisure. But we do appreciate you listening. Don't we, Dr. Lee? Absolutely. Imagine having our voices on tap. What more could you want from that? Anytime you want to, just dip into your phone and just put us on. Have a laugh. And don't forget as well, the most important part of that, having that control over our voices, you can stop it at any time. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like, control over our voices, you've got ultimate control over our voices. I I think you sort of manipulate these to make you sound better than me. Of course I do. I'm not going to make you sound better than me, am I? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I've Sorry. got a sexy microphone. Uh, yeah, you gave me the shape microphone. Ah, oh, don't swear. 
Stop swearing. <laughs> <laughs> really good oh. all the way through that, I think. I might have sworn once early on, but I tried to uh, skip past it. And then to the be end, fair, I wasn't counting, down. but I think I'm going to go and count next time when I edit it. <laughs> I was going to say, you cut that bit out. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'll get you out of that again. Things only hit the cutting room floor if they need to with us. <laughs> There's no... Uh, there's no editing to make us sound better. This is as good as we get. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you can't polish a turd. You don't need polishing. Cheers. But you're still a turd. <laughs> Merry Christmas, turd. Oh. And Merry Christmas to you, Dr. Lee. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you and to everybody who's downloaded this podcast. And to anybody else that takes the time to listen, again, we really do appreciate it. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, let's face it, we've got 2022 to fill. So come back to us, give us your ideas. We'll steal them. We won't reward you. We will not pay you. But we may say, no, not we may say, we will say thank you. So all that's left to say is Merry Christmas from our houses to yours. Goodbye. Goodbye.